0: It is time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always tell people, leave with your gifts. Don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. My interviews that I do on Money Making Conversations provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I got my next guest. Her book is what I say every time I start this show. Don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. No matter who you are, how you think, how they, how, you, how they think you should look This is what her book is My next guest is I call her Kiki Kira Sheard Kelly Last time I interviewed her She wasn't Kelly But that's alright That's alright She is Grammy winner Stellar award winning artist Actress She portrayed her mother In the Lifetime biopic The Clark Sisters First Ladies of Gospel It is Lifetime's highest rated movie Since 2016 And she's an entrepreneur Her company 1160 A very successful clothing line For four figured women And now author Big boy And beautiful, owning the woman God made you to be, it is an inspirational memoir book for your mind, body, spirit, and if you're an entrepreneur, your business. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. She's my friend, Kiki Kier Sheard Kelly. How you doing, my friend? I
3: am doing well.
0: How are you? Well, I'm excited. You know, I always get excited talking to you because you're an inspirational to me. I have a 23-year-old daughter. And so and whenever you come on the show, I look for, you're the people in her peer group, you know, because you are... She looked to up to you. She follows you. She she finds uh your unblinding faith, your uh, your ability to achieve success, and I usually use you as an example a lot of times. So whenever you come on the show, I'm always excited, and she gets excited. So her name is Cristiana McDonalds. But hi, hey, Cristiana. <laughs> Thank you. Now let's talk about this book. Before we talk about book, let's talk about now that the movie been out. You know, because when I interviewed you, the movie came out, but now we've had a year of the movie being out. How has that transformed your life? The movie I'm talking about is the Clark Sisters' First Ladies of Gospel.
3: Well, it has changed my life in so many ways. One way is when I go to the store now, it seems like more people know who I am and they're relating to me as Karen or calling me Karen. Um, so it has changed my life in that way. But it also stretched me, to be honest, um, trying to portray my mother uh, vocally and just as a person because she's so gracious and she's like a quiet storm who is not intimidated by people, but it comes off as like a innocence or like a, it's just so soft. Off. I had to kind of pull back while working on that role. So it's changed my life as a woman. And I think it prepared me to not knowing then while I was actually doing the role as a single woman that it was preparing me to be a wife and a mother just to see things differently. Um, so it really has changed my life in so many ways. Of course, it was a resume builder, but mm-hmm. it was me performing for my mother. And so it was really special for me.
0: Well, it was special in a lot of ways because, you know, you revealed you pull back to the, the in other words, you know, you—they yeah. told a story about your grandmother, told a story about your mom and her mm-hmm. sister's experience in dealing with your grandmother. And some of it was rather sensitive, and mm-hmm. which is great because it was a story about a woman pushing her children to be the best that they could be. And yeah. I kind of take that away. And I, and fast forward, I look at the book "Big, Bold, and Beautiful." That book is about pushing you and the, your friends, pushing you and helping you and supporting you to be the best Kiki you can be. Is that correct?
3: Absolutely. And and it's so important because, you know, I'm a woman of faith. So I believe in the scripture when it says that iron sharpens iron. And I was just talking to my friend, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and she brought out a great point. She said, when you say iron sharpens iron, it could be negative iron that's sharpening negative iron, or it could be positive versus positive. And so I think it's so important, which I talk about it in the book. Self-care has everything to do with your squad, you know, how they're pouring into you, how they're pushing you into destiny, how they're reminding you of the promises of God. You have people around you who's always picking at you and negative Nancy or negative Joe or whoever you want to call it. It's like it'll drain you and it'll cause you to believe the complete opposite of what you've been dreaming. So I think it's so important to be uh, very particular with who's in your space because you can have somebody that's against you and they can cover themselves up. It's like a, what do they say? A wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. So it's so important that we are selective in that area. Yes.
0: well, you know, it's important we talk about this I'm going to slow everything down because I want everybody to understand the value of this book. And it's not a value that just a female gender can, can take nuggets away. I'm a successful person in this business. I'm a male. And, and when I started reading the book, I went, okay, relatable. Because one of the chapters where you talk about... Um, I always have a phrase, you know, you can't save everyone. You know, mm-hmm. you only have one life jacket. You got to let them go. You talk about it in one of your chapters about that, about people around you and not understanding that, you know, you can't worry sometimes about other people's rent or the yeah. food on their table if they're not, if they don't worry about it. And there's yeah. a chapter about that. And it was really from a business and from a life perspective. I was floored at the um, relatability because I go, wow, this is how I think. And so when some people do memoirs, and you're such a young person, I'm going to remind you of that. You're a young person. Yeah. and But you also say, I've lived a, an adult life, you know. Yeah. And so, and we're going to get into that in the book because, but let's talk about that whole chapter where you wrote about people around you, and then you taking it personal, how you should treat them. You over-worry about them, what they think about you. Because it does, as an entrepreneur, beyond a relationship can be damaging, Correct.
3: Absolutely, 100%. And, and one thing that I've learned and I talk about it in the book is that when dealing with people, you have to understand you're not just dealing with what you have on the surface, but you're also dealing with the culture that they've come from, the trauma that they've experienced. So you're not just responding in that moment to the comment they made. It's a lot of things that are behind that statement. You know, when we communicate with each other or sometimes, and I'm, I I'm nowhere in the culture now where everybody is living for the read, ready to let somebody have it. I'm about to show this person... Why I Why I but I guess for me, the way I have been moving through life, what has changed my perspective is to simply understand you're not just responding to the person, you're responding to their life circumstances that have molded them into who they are today. And some people do things and it's not, everything should not be taken personally. So I absolutely agree with you. And if we don't have that understanding and if we're always taking things personally, we'll always be responding to any and everything to so where it'll take so much energy, it'll shift our focus off of what we really should be focused on onto that person and just that scenario and so I have had to learn that the picture is bigger than me it's it's so far beyond one moment like be a student at every opportunity you get but even in the book I talk about it's a chapter called making the most of every opportunity and I just had to learn that
0: absolutely that's chapter four (laughs) <laughs> that's the chapter where Shamika, you know, and y'all went to West Africa, you know, and you couldn't yes. do this. I read your book now. I read your book now. Thank you. Here's the beauty of uh, this book, okay? Uh, we're talking, to I'm talking to uh, Kiki, or Kier, she or Kelly. Kelly. We're going to talk about Jordan in a minute, you know, because uh, she, she had to figure out how to find him. And, and she talks about that journey because sometimes, you know, at one point in her life, let me get ahead of the story because I want to go back a little bit about yeah. This is why I really love the book, because you, you're, you're beautiful, you're, you. you're, you're faith, you come from a, a, a legacy family, a gospel, and sometimes people can see a, a certain degree of perfection, and we talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. in your book, you know, the the silver spoon chapter, yeah. and, and, and finding yourself. And in the process of that, you know, when you talk about the bad relationship, I went, wow. You know, because people don't think you have a bad relationship. People don't think that you have bad days. And I felt to me, and it's written early on in the book because I thought that was important because any young reader, especially young women readers, I thought that was important that you allowed yourself to show us a side of you that we didn't see. We see see success. We see awards. We see a happy marriage. We see photo ops and Essence and magazines and online. But that was important that you wrote the truth to a degree of showing people that I am just like you. I have bad days. I make mistakes in the men that I select. I am not perfect. Tell us about the importance of that.
3: Well, first, it's important. One scenario that I remember um, when I started to understand the significance and the process of healing is when I fell off of a bike, and I think I talk about this in the book, but I fell off of a bike Mm -hmm. and my mom of course she told me, you know what to do go ahead and put on a band-aid, but she (laughs) noticed that I kept getting in the tub and taking showers with the same band-aid, not cleaning it and just the sore or the scab began to get soggy so it wasn't healing properly so it was becoming something more than what it actually was in that moment so speaking of transparency, Elena things out. It's a part of healing. You have to let oxygen into your womb so that they can heal properly. And that's what I'm doing through my life and through me speaking about it, through me talking about it. But not only that, this form of healing, which as a woman of faith, there's a scripture that says confess your faults one to another that you may receive healing. Therapy did not come from culture. Therapy came from God. He says, I'm going to give you people that you can talk to. But the latter part of that scripture says the prayers of the righteous availeth much. It's just all in who I talk to. If I'm talking to the right person, a righteous individual, I can trust that then they can carry my secrets, carry my issues and then take them to God because I need someone to take me to God or carry me to God when I can't get myself to them. And so that even speaks to the self-squad piece of it. But that's why I wanted to be transparent here because I want you to know that I can relate. And I think the, the connectivity, again, like we've mentioned, it's all in providing a solution for someone who may feel like they're alone very often we'll soak in it we'll get into depression we'll become anxious and it's because we feel like we're alone and so with this conversational approach and me hoping that the reader will be like you know what this is my girl I can relate I connect I'm hoping that they will become free from listening and reading to that so reading the book so that was my whole intent transparency is healing me but it's in return healing the reader as well
0: well well you had attitude in this book too Especially that dude, that dude, dude he going to call you unattractive and mess with your weight. And you could, hey, maybe my bigness is just too enough for your smallness. I went, hey exactly. there, hey there, it- come on. And, and you
3: know what? It's so many of us who allow people to speak to us. And, and sometimes it comes from places we don't expect. Mm-hmm. And so I and just to answer your question in Direct, because I know I went far left field, but I wanted to talk about it because I had to get it wrong for me to understand what was right. Mm-hmm. And that's what led me to my husband now, this healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Like before, I was like, hey, I want to pray in my relationships, or I want you to call me a little bit more often. Send me a text. Mm-hmm check on me. In another relationship, that was too much for them. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm with my husband and just in the first dating steps of, you know, with Jordan, he showed me that I wasn't too much. It was just that I was asking someone who only had a pint um, to pour into this gallon size of love. Now I'm with Jordan, he can give me a gallon, I can give him a gallon. Mm -hmm. We're filling each other up. And so that's why I wanted to tell young women that, too, the other problem was, speaking of young people, my father told me the root word of dating is data. Talk about money-making conversation. We put up <laughs> ourselves for discount. Louis Vuitton don't go on discount. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you need to put yourself up on discount? So make sure you understand that you don't have to play wife to someone that's only making themselves available as boyfriend. Play the game. And as Steve Harvey said, think, act like a woman, but think like a man. And so that's why I had to play the game and I had to learn. Listen, I I may not be your cup of tea, but I'm for sure a hot, spicy cup of tea. It's some some ginger in there, okay?
1: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
2: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world.
0: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the book. This is the book. book. I'm telling you, I'm I, telling you, something. I am so excited. You know, this this whole book, the big, bold, and beautiful, only the woman God made you to be. And that's just a, 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 a sample size of what, came out and just hit me in my face in a really? positive way because this, this, we're, we're in an interesting life because like you said when you was 18 in the period when you hit the record labels they only want to take pictures of your face and profiles they didn't really want to take yeah. a picture of your full body that was before you know the curved dove came out with those curvy ads and the curvy full-figure models were hitting the runways and all that talk about that period because I have a lot of parents listening to the show, and I may have some young adults, especially women. And this is about the section that I really want to focus on the women conversation because men in general don't have the the physical size issues that women have to deal with because commercials tell you should look like this. Commercial print ads tell you you should wear this size and things like that. And then we're going to get into You've been launching that, that that what someone would consider a negative experience, into a successful business, 1160. But talk about when you was 18 at the record label.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm so excited that you read the book.
1: You're going to make me
3: cry. <laughs> but I have to say... Um, that was a, 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 an interesting experience. And I think I mentioned before, while we were talking, sometimes you have this pushback from areas that you didn't expect it. And it can be from places that you trusted, hoping that it'll be a place too, that would build you up. But that's the moment where you figure out, oh, you're there to tear me down. It was just, you had to get in good with me. And so I definitely had that that experience where, um, you know, I just dealt with industry uh, pressure and, um, as simple as I am, I often still have to tell people, you know, listen, I love God. I'm, I'm a simple girl. I don't want to always put on. And I think this, uh, the new culture and even the listeners and the demo, they're learning that, I don't got to do all of that, you know, anymore. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, there is an audience that is waiting to hear from me. And of course, now I'm not saying don't change your position in heart, because I think it's so important that we remain students at heart, because that's what makes you timeless. But I think, uh, the other piece that young women should know is to not compare yourselves. Uh, I think Theodora Roosevelt said before that comparison is the thief of joy. You'll find yourself trying to catch up with, culture saying is the pretty thing to do or the thing to do and find that it's unobtainable for you because that was never for you. That wasn't assigned to you. And so speaking of the word big in this this uh, book, uh, it was it was an insecurity for me once upon a time. But I had to stop asking people what they thought about me in my life, and I had to ask God, "What do you think?" Mm-hmm. Let me ask the inventor about his invention rather than going with people that's just <laughs> trying to figure out how do I stay in touch with you. But I have those chapters in the book, and one chapter, chapter eight, it says, "Stop comparing yourself." Oh, you stole my! Unless-
0: I, I'm so the- mad at you! You stole my thunder because I was about to say that's chapter eight. I'm about to say, "Stop comparing yourself." It's chapter eight. You making me mad now. I gotta let you know. I love this book, girl. I love Thank this book. You. That's chapter eight. You just That's recited ch-
3: chapter eight. Yes, sir. And I was gonna throw out there chapter um chapter be- 14 too, mm-hmm. where I say stop looking at the other woman because you've got the juice. The, the, and sometimes The quote
0: I love out of chapter eight is no one had the power to be me. Yeah, that's in cha- that's the quote I wrote down out of chapter eight. That's why it stood with me because you know, you know, I'm I'm, I'm having a great conversation with yeah. you, and I just want to just let you know that I'm I, it resonated with me because in the end, you know, you, you writing a book, you know, I've been fortunate to be around. Individuals who've written successful books. As you start to write, you have a story, but then you start taking layers off. And you go, wow, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. And then I know in writing this book, layers are starting to get peeled back. And it also is a relief. Like you said, to be able to tell your story was a blessing for the reader, but also a blessing for from you, for you, because of the fact that you were able to get these layers out and realize how much you've grown as a person. Because at one point in your life, you just want to get married. You just felt there was a need to get married. And I want to bring that up because sometimes, a man, in this case, because you're a woman, a man will walk into your life. That doesn't mean that's the man. And, and and that's what this book talks about, because the man that she eventually got with, who had that gallon of water because she needed a gallon of water, she had known him all her life. Right. He, he had been walking around all his life, and he didn't even know it either. So it wasn't on her. It wasn't just on her not seeing that they, that they both were walking into church or walking through life half-filled. They had eventually slowed down and realized, we've been looking at the wrong opportunity, when the mm-hmm. opportunity was sitting right across the aisle, in this case, church. Talk about that. Come on. Uh, I, I know I'm preaching a little bit for you, Miss Akiki. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you, are. <laughs> <laughs> you are dropping gems and I'm loving it. Um,
3: I, I I can only agree with you. I think too, a part of that evolution for me was me having the time of being single. So there's also a chapter in the book where I talk about being successfully single because you have to find yourself. Because like you said, every person that comes in your life that ain't always the one. And I think it goes back a point to the, a, a, again, to the point that dad mentioned, which was date the person, collect the information mm-hmm. so you can uh, draw the conclusion or the final result. So I, I definitely agree. I think you said it all, but again, my husband showed me that, no, you're not complicated. It's just, you were asking the wrong person to love on you and they weren't equipped to give you what you needed. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely agree with that. I don't, I and and I think too, if we're not careful, because we are in the wrong place, we'll begin settling we'll say, I've been asking for this, I've been praying for this, Mm -hmm. and we'll look at everybody else's life, like I said once upon a time, what was Sierra's prayer with Russell (laughs) Um, and so I understand what that's like but we also have to get to a place where I'm not settling for anything outside of what I asked for, like know that it's out there, if God put it in you uh, to ask for it in if you have the audacity to think of it then it's obtainable it's just make sure you're available and open to love but I was so closed off in wanting one thing to work that I completely had shut off every you know all of the great possibilities right so I agree with you 100%
0: well you know uh by the way successfully single is chapter 12 okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Says chapter 20 just let y'all know we just breaking down the chapters as you go along because now i want to go back before we wrap up i want to talk about the entrepreneurship because that's the part of this that really blew this book up for me because of, it's, it's written from a woman's perspective but it also layers out how you took a negative you know uh, uh and turned it into a business but along the way you had to uh you know, because because it was a link that I, I think LaKeisha sent to you. Oh, yeah, LaKeisha sent to you that that enabled you to get into Macy's, and so that's why you said you are the ball. That's the that's the God is the ball. God is your agent. That's that chapter. Yes, God is the that's your, your agent it. your chapter. And, uh, you ran his <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm tell you something. tell you something, Keith. I, um, you know, I, I first uh, reason I'm excited because you know I, I've interviewed you, and we've we've we've, we've uh we've because we like it, our tone, but yes. to really see the, how beautiful you are, and how how you 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 giving us a blessing in this book to be able to change life. That's because that's what think like a man. Uh, did for a lot of women it just opened their eyes and okay. this book can do so much for so many young women women who are trying to start businesses women who are frustrated in relationship women who are doubting themselves physically mentally yeah. emotionally but more importantly the fastest growing business uh franchise of, a, of, of of the business world are women and especially women of color and to write a book where I think lends so many value lessons of how to because I've even talked about Courtney and Courtney that's your ride or die you know what I'm saying when yes. homeboy was being stupid you called Courtney and she didn't say nothing negative about you she didn't throw it back in your face she said hey come with me girl let's go over here let's keep supporting you and so but these are the people that we talk about you lay out you say Rashawn you gotta have the people because you know it was funny when you was talking about Courtney I was thinking about my ride or die dude who was that person so you made me sit back and go okay mr successful who is your courtney Because you got to have a coordinate. you got to have somebody to call when you're down because you're going to have down days. You're going to have doubtful days. Who is that person? But more importantly, that led you to become an entrepreneur. And that's where you had, you know, your your other girl stepping in, your travel mate, went all over the world, career, everything, for your business. and was sitting right there with you at Macy's, launching your—didn't know what you was really doing, but you did it. That was faith, but that was also having somebody support your dream. Talk about that.
3: It's so important. And, and I've been in a space where I've had people around that were there, you know, just by work and happenstance, but they weren't really in my corner. They didn't understand my vision. Um, and it's like, you know, OK, how do we collaborate together? How are we you know, life partners is not just in a marriage. It has everything to to do with your purpose. When you make decisions in your work or in your career, it shouldn't feel like work. It should feel like fun. Like I'm just, I'm just living on purpose. This is just what I'm called to do. And I think that when you're prayerful and asking God, Lord, give me this sense of discernment so I can know who is assigned to me and who's supposed to walk this journey for me or with me. Because there are expiration dates on some relationships and connections that we have. But if we don't respect them, then we'll get exasperated. We can become sick. It's like if we drink some milk that has an expiration date on it. Eventually it'll make us sick. Our bodies won't respond well to it. And so it's the same thing with people. So you said it again, from reading the book, <laughs> but it's so important to make sure that tribe, and I talk about it again twice. So it was Squad goals, and then it was another chapter called mm-hmm. Finding Your Tribe. Mm-hmm. When you going out into the earth, you it's not you can't fight everything. You need somebody to have your back. And so those names that you call, they're simply women who I have said is family. And you know what? If you allow me as a woman of faith, I'm always giving scripture. But there's a scripture that says, um, I will give you a friend that is closer than the brother. That wasn't Jesus that they were talking about. They were talking about human beings. And so I think we should understand that covenant relationships are ordained by heaven and God loves us through people, but it's just a matter of who are the people we're saying yes to because the adversary, the appoint, the opponent, they- he also uses people. So make sure you say yes to the right people. Wow.
0: You know, um, nothing that I expected this from you, uh, and the, the, the don't uh, apologize. Uh, it's been inspirational, but the, the whole prospect of would you say it's faith when you was at Macy's with Shamika, your girl, your, your ride or die, Korea, you know, Dubai? I'm just i just calling out some countries that y'all went to, you know, yeah, West Africa, you know, just to let you know your boy read the book, you know, just just in this case you thought I was stumbling, Hi. you know, I, I'm not reading nothing, I'm not reading nothing, I'm just I'm just I'm just coming from you know God's memory, that's all, key, that's all I'm doing. God, God's memory right here. But, I love it. But you know, Thank but it, you so
3: much. I think it was it was a it was a faith piece for sure mm-hmm. because um it I looked at it as spam when my cousin Keisha sent it to me. <laughs> I was like, girl, you know how they send those chain text messages and they say sign up for this and I'm like I'm not signing up for this. Like it was just like whatever. So I really wasn't expecting every opportunity, even this book opportunity, if you allow me to use that as a reference point, the opportunity was in an email account that I just had put aside for spam but something told me and you know again excuse me i'm a church girl so you know how to the, the season saints they say girl that wasn't something that was the holy ghost but something told me to go and check the email and here i am bumping into a book opportunity and so i definitely think it was divine but i think and i believe that god uses people to hand you what belongs to you that he he gives you Those moments, and that's why I said it in that chapter um, God as my agent, because sometimes you know, PR management they. I mean, believe me when I say they put in the hard work and it has everything to do with where we're going and where we are, but sometimes God does things so that only he can get the glory. And so I will say, you know, God took me there, but there was some other moments where I had to work for it. So even in the word, it says, you got to put action to your faith so you can believe a thing, but what you going to do when you get there? So a lot of us are like, oh, I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. But are you ready for it? your character going to keep you there? Is your work ethic going to keep you there? So I definitely think it is two things that are colliding together and it is my faith and my action.
0: I'm just, I've been loving it. You know, I, I rarely do. I have interviews where it's a motivational. This is a motivational interview right here. I, I you just dropping these nuggets. I was just sitting back on, do your thing, girl. Do your thing. What do I pass the plate? What do I pass the plate? Because you are <laughs> dropping scriptures. You are dropping the truth. But more importantly, you've written an amazing book, big, bold, and beautiful. Owning the woman God made. I love this part. Owning the woman God made you to be. That's, mm-hmm. it's not about your mistakes that you made in the past. It's not about what people think of you now. It's who, what do you think of yourself? And that's yeah. what this journey is about in this book, because if every woman who reads this book, I'll just tell you the woman, because I'm talking, I've grew up with six sisters. I have mm-hmm. only one child. She's female, my daughter, love her to death. Yeah. And, and, and I love what you've done because you've given her an opportunity to read an inspirational, motivational, I would say, uh, book, you know, of entrepreneurship. And based on your memoir, and you was honest enough, honest enough to tell us, share some of your stories. And all stories aren't good stories, but if they're told for the right reason, they are a blessing. Ooh. And I consider this book a blessing.
3: Thank you, thank you so much, and I appreciate you supporting me <laughs> in both in both fields. With the music, we talk, yes. and now with the book, we talk. And don't I forget just, three, three, the I mean. movie,
0: the, the music, the movie, four, four, the clothing line, eleven sixty, yeah. the music, you know, the movie, and now this amazing book. I'm dropping it in my newsletter. I'm dropping it on my social media. Again, thank you for coming on my show. Money making conversations, uh, is going to premiere, uh, nationally, uh, on, on uh, TV in May. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we are gonna drop this early now because I wanna drop it down at the time of your book. But I'm gonna also re-air this in May. So if you get a little uplift in your book sale, your boy Rashawn McDonald took care of you. Okay, Miss Miss Kelly, Miss Kelly, Miss thank Kelly, you so much, Miss Miss Mr. Miss Mr. the wife, the wife of Jordan, the wife of Jordan. That's all, the wife of Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. I Really, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. Okay.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. I
0: appreciate it. If you want to hear more interviews on Money Making Conversation, please go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your
1: host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
2: Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Hey what's up, it's your man Carlos Miller of the 85 South Show. Do me a favor, make sure you check out The Black Market, hosted by me, only on the 85 South Show feed. Subscribe to the 85 South Show to hear and tune in to The Black Market. Hear amazing interviews with entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders, people who are doing amazing things in the black community. Listen to The Black Market on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.